Welcome to the Nonsense and Sun podcast, where none of us have, have sons as of this recording. My name is Faisal Avi. And you can call me anytime. <laughs> Motherfucker, say your name now, you bitch! <laughs> okay, you guys can call me Lehan. Fucker, first episode already you want to do your business of fucking can. <laughs> what what shit lah you fuck lah? What? <laughs> How do you want to start this episode, you bitch? Can we just try to love this softwares? <laughs> okay. <coughs> I have a story for you. By the way, we're not editing this shit, uh. Yeah, we obviously are. Yup, yup. Okay, so um, <laughs> I have a story for you. <laughs> Okay, so the story goes like there's this one huge ass mango tree in front of my house and it's currently bearing fruit or fruiting. Don't say, don't say, don't say bearing fruit. Okay, fruiting, even yeah. though it's not a word, but we can just still use it. Just, just fruiting is okay, nice. Okay, fruiting. So, uh, one day, uh, one day, <laughs> uh, these two couples stopped by my house and, you know, rang the doorbell, bagi salam and all. As one does. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Um, Adat-adat lah That's yeah. my nurse So okay. um, The The husband eh, First of all the, the couple was like A wife and a guy And also Two children mm. um, The children are still small And The husband was like um, Hey man Can I grab some Mango fruits And then I was like He wanted to grab Your mango I would call I would call my mangoes my mangoes. <laughs> Anyhow, um, the guy was like, "Hey man, can I get some fruit?" And then I was like, "No, I. It's not like I don't want to give you guys some fruits. It's just that the fruits aren't exactly right, because these mangoes aren't exactly good to eat, even though they're not right. They're not like the normal typical mangoes." And then the guy was like pleading. He was like, "Uh." Please, my wife is pregnant and all. And keep in mind, I did not look at his wife's belly. So I can't actually tell whether she's pregnant or not. That would be weird if you just stare at the belly. It would be very, <laughs> very awkward for someone to say, Hey, my wife is pregnant and you just stare directly at the belly. I mean like, I'm not going to stare directly. It's just going to be like a quick peek like, Woohoo! You know. That's fucked up either way. Anyhow. So... Me being a good-hearted motherfucker, right. seeing the guy was like coming to me like pleading, Swami Misali, asking for some unripe mangoes for his pregnant wife. Right. Datang pun rang the doorbell, bagi salam. Mm. He bring bring around two kids, and I was like, uh, sure, just grab some some of the fruits on the right, and then the husband just. Wait, by, by on the right, what the hell do you mean by on the right? Because um, from my perspective, the tree, on the left part of the tree, there's this new branch. Uh-huh. And that new branch just bear fruit. Uh-huh. Or fruiting. Okay. So, there's, there's, there's like what we call wasulong. It's like the first fruit of that branch. So, okay. we would want to be the first ones to try it. Okay. Okay, so the one on the left, uh, on, the one on the right, has already bear fruit a few times, so yeah, just take those. And while the husband went on to grab some fruit, 
I was chatting with the wife Telling her that It's better to just You know uh, Leave it for a while To let it ripen Letak atas dapur Biar dia masak And then um, Yeah And then the wife just Left to Be with her, her husband Alright. So I was like Okay Maybe after they've Grabbed a few fruits They just leave Or they just call for me Thanking me or something So I just went back to the kitchen To clean it mm. Then while I was cleaning I heard my dad's car horn Alright And I was like Oh shit I ran to the front Ass hauling like Oh fuck Oh fuck So My dad <laughs> Being my dad He asked the guy You You picked the fruit from this tree Do you uh, Have you asked the permission from the owner Alright And then the guy was like Yeah I asked the permission from that guy And then my dad was like Do you know who's the owner of this tree is I am And Bro, then, I... <laughs> And then Me standing there behind the fence And I was like Oh fuck Oh fuck Sweet God Okay Then what the And then The wife was like But we asked Yeah The wife was like Oh, we we ask permission from the guy. Don't have to do voices, lah, fucker. I don't care. It's fine. Tell the names. And then my dad was like, "Yes, you ask permission, but that doesn't mean you can grab the whole fucking tree." Wait, what? 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 The? He he took two whole baskets of unripe mangoes. I mean, like, I'm not judging. Fuck. Okay, right. Is I... your wife pregnant with an elephant's baby? <laughs> Bro, I understand you fucking thinking like. Three to five mangoes, like for for you to like you know make a pickle or or, or whatever lah. But but like fucking taking two whole whole two two bakul, two yes. bakul. Yes, exactly. Bro, like what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to feed your whole kampung or what? But okay, the problem is he he took even the the small ones, the unripe ones. The, is this guy an idiot or something? What the fuck is going on here lah? So, my dad was like, I don't allow it. Put everything back on the floor right now. So, this guy, so instead of getting a chance to get four to five fruits, he gets nothing. I mean, he deserves nothing lah. Fucking asshole. Fucking like, trying to get like the whole damn tree somehow. What the exactly. fuck, man? He literally bring along this huge-ass bag Which he wore in front of him uh-huh. And if you see him When he haven't dumped out the fruit uh-huh. He looks like a pregnant woman He's the one pregnant by his wife So And then the, the worst thing is that <laughs> The worst thing is that <laughs> my, my dad was like asking uh, Asking the guy uh, where, where do you live? Because we haven't seen them around uh-huh. And then the guy was like Oh we live uh, over there At the end of the At the end of the area, we just moved in. Uh-huh. And then my dad, being his... Cop-ass. Cop-ass dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're a resident here, I, why I the fuck would you walk on foot around the area? Uh-huh. So... That's already suspicious, man. The couple ended up walking away. And my dad parked the car and then he stand in the middle of the road okay. observing them walking away. Okay. Okay. Uh, in my house, uh, like straight 
uh, straight this uh, straight path. That's uh-huh. uh, when you reach the end of the road. Uh-huh. That is fence. The fence that blocks the uh, the housing area. Uh-huh. That's a small door which uh-huh. only allows people with passes to pass through. Yeah. Okay. These people okay. try to leave the area through that door. Okay. So they're lying about just moving in the area. Oh wow. Alright, so they're not pro- Bro The dude can easily rob your house lah You idiot You just almost let them in What the fuck man Exactly So Me and dad Okay Dad first and Me joining him afterwards We were like standing there And observing the couple And then maybe they saw My dad and I Standing in the middle of the road Observing them Instead of turning back They took the other route uh, through the the back of the house, so they have to take the long route up. Okay. Instead of walking back towards us. Uh-huh. And and then the worst thing is that another worst thing, my dad was sitting at the polo kayu beha- beside the uh, tree. Right. I saw it for a while, but there's actually a motorcycle park on the side of the road. Okay. Near to us. Okay. And observing the bike, there's this one goonie. White guni, and it just—it se- just sounds so suspicious right it now. It seems like it has some fruits in it, and then my dad and me were just fucking like <laughs> taking fruit and then fucking selling it somewhere else. Okay, like, what the wait, fuck? hold on, hold on. And then when me and my dad were sitting there, there's this one Indian uncle, along with his galah, okay. was sitting, uh, just arrived at the motorcycle, and then just setting up his galah, and then just. Getting the fuck away from there, baby, because he saw me and my dad sitting there at the pondo. Uh-huh. So we just built out two attempted robberies of our mango tree. I know, I know. The guy has a fucking gala. <laughs> I know this is fuck lah. <laughs> I know this is like the season of uh, fruits. I mean, it's still durian season. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking durians, man. The best shit to ever come out of Malaysia next to... I have no idea what is next best than durian. Nasi lemak. I would say yes, nasi lemak would be the next best thing to durian, but it's like... Way above his league. It's like it's like a different league, man. Durian is like... Fucking... Yeah, dude. Top understand top, not. Top, the tip, tip, tip of top. I know this is like fruit season but why the fuck do you have to steal? Exactly. Like bro, I know you're this is like to a point of desperation lah. We are considering our uh, MCO and this is desperation lah but, but still it doesn't like you know Permit you to steal shit from people. Exactly. It's still wrong for you to fucking steal shit from people, especially fruit. Yeah, that's like the lowest of low lah for you to steal fruit. Yeah, exactly. To steal low hanging fruits. I'm gonna fuck lah this guy. Swear to God. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the main podcast today. So I have a wild ass story uh-huh. that involves Made. Oh God. Listen, listen. Oh, Maya God. Dan. Mahade, the KGB, <sighs> and a guy 
called Sidik Muhammad Gauss. Just 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 right. proceed with story. So this is the headline that come out of um Brita what uh what's that what's that news that got recently got apa bailed out and then came back utusan lah. Yeah, utusan. Okay, this 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 was an actual headline ah. Uh-huh. Arrest of Deputy Prime Minister's Political Secretary Tun Dr Mahathir Mohamad. Sidik Muhammad Gauss under Internal Security Act ISA where where Anwar got fucked in the ass lah. Oh. On July 13, 1981, three days before he was appointed Prime Minister, was an event that shocked the whole country. So this was actually documented in a book. Oh. So the book is written by J. Victor Morais in his book Mahade Sejarah Gaga Berani. It was published in 1982 lah at the time. Uh-huh. Stated that Sidik Gauss, who was fired a few days before his arrest, had been served for seven years as political secretary to Dr. Ma- to Dr. To Dr. Mahathir. Since in the Ministry of Education and followed when he was the Deputy Prime Minister. So, fucker been working for a long time now. As a brave leader, despite his worries, Dr. Mahdi remained in a calm and peaceful situation when the news of the arrest was of his former political secretary. Keep in mind, political secretary was widely announced on the radio, television and local newspaper. Utusan Malaysia newspaper on 14 July 1981 published an arrest, the arrest case of Siddiq Gauss on its front page with the headline Siddiq KGB agent arrested. What the f- and three fuck? Soviet embassy ofi- officers expelled 24 hours within the same 24 hours from the country. For the first time in Malaysian history, three Russian diplomats were expelled within 24 hours, and the government confirmed that Sidik Gauss had become an agent of the Soviet secret police at the time KGB now change name already FSB I cannot say the fucking name because it's in Russian fuck that language la 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 vodka that's all i know <laughs> okay 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 getting back to the story Home Minister Tan Sri Ghazali Shafi In a statement published by Utusan Malaysia on July 14, 1981, stated that the police had already confiscated the equipment supplied by the Soviet KGB to Sidik, including cameras, bags with confidential boxes, and radio with sound. Of course lah, fucker radio come with sound. What radio come with no sound? Tell me now. Special, uh, it's, it's very special, uh-huh. the radio with the sound. <laughs> Main point We can't afford a broken radio We cannot afford a broken radio now mm-hmm. Special according to the special fre- Is is only connected to a special frequency Used by the KGB agent Okay Ghazali said Sidik was arrested under Internal Security Act I say because his activities were detrimental to national security Police investigations since early 1979 have been able to trace Siddiq's involvement and found that he had been formed 
a contact with KGB officers which raised suspicion. The KB, the KGB officer in question uh-huh. was VP Romanov. You know, Natasha Romanov punya uncle lah. Oh, I don't think it's his uncle. It's more like... It's more like uh, a near family lah. Since it's a Romanov. Uncle Belamak. Punya pakcik. Can lah. A second secretary at the Soviet Embassy. Very high position. Yep. In Kuala Lumpur semua. This is a statement Ghazali said. The police's close detention, detection of Romanov's reaction with Siddiq proves that Romanov has succeeded in making Siddiq a KGB agent. So this guy, this Romanov guy, mm-hmm. recruited Siddiq and put him in the Black Widow program lah. I think you can see it in the oh new god. movie coming out next year, Black Widow. Oh god. The intelligence conducted by the special branch police. Hey bro, special branch bro, come out already. Found that KGB agents always found Siddiq at night in the dark. Of course lah, in the oh. dark it's already night. What the fuck? <laughs> Who wrote this shit? <laughs> and some of the meetings were made in Siddiq's own car. So they had the meeting in cars lah, in parking lots, some shit like that. You know, uh-huh. the shady shit. No wonder lah police go around, you know, arresting couples at night. Well, I they, see, can't, I see. they can't risk people spying in cars, so... I know, I know. Cannot, cannot one. No, uh, haram, haram. I feel sorry for this couple who wanted to conquer. Haram, haram, bro. Cannot. Do it in your own house Since lah. when the fuck do you care about haram halal? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the Prime Minister Department had confirmed that Siddiq had been fired a few days before his arrest. So, I'm assuming here mm-hmm. that at the time, my guy, my main dude, Madi already know lah, the guy already KGB, like, fucker in here for years, man. Well, he should know by then. He should know. I mean, yeah lah, he should. So, in addition to being the political secretary to the deputy prime minister, Dr. Madi, Siddiq is the deputy head of AMNO. Allah, no wonder they're spying all AMNO people. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Of Sungai Petani Kedah. And used to be the president of the Association of, the Association of Malaysian Youth Club. At the time known as MAYC. It's YMCA rearranged. Yeah, exactly. It's I was, YMCA rearranged. I have that in my mind right now. <laughs> I will like, wait, no. hold up. <laughs> it's why I'm seeing Very creative, uh, huh? Pick a better name, goddammit. There's like so many other names, but you, you, you just pick YMCA, but in a different spelling order. Pretty much. A statement from the foreign ministry stated, the government is concerned about the spying activity carried out by the three Soviet officials, VP Romanov, G.I. Stepanov, and Z.I. Fucker, how do you say his name? Kamingguling. Huh? Kamingguling? Bukan Kamingguling. <laughs> Kamingguling. See here. Kami. Oh. I, I don't say Kamingguling. Whatever the fuck his name is. Let's, let's call him Z.I. lah. 
That's how so badass. Shut up. Such activities are unacceptable uh-huh. and uh, an abuse of the position as embassy official. Day, you know what other thing is a uh, is a uh, abuse of position. What? Najib one MBB. <sighs> oh wait, Rosma Najib. Yeah, pretty much. Also, uh, abusive position lah for Najib. Kesian lah, guy. What the fuck am I saying? Fuck him lah! You just said kesian to Najib, what the hell? Anyway, Are you okay? the foreign ministry also said, In addition, these activities are a direct threat to national security. The government considers that their next presence in Malaysia will be a threat to national security and could affect the importance of good relations between Malaysia and Soviet Union. Bro, we got relations, bro, with the Soviet Union. Yeah. I mean, it's in the 80s. It's like Cold War time. Exactly. And we're like, yeah, we cheer with them. We cheer with the with the Soviets. We cheer with the the US pricks. But, you know, at the same time, the Soviets are like, we are going to spy on you with our vodka and special, <laughs> special radios with special... <laughs> With a vodka and bears and furry hats. Vodka and special radio. Special radio with a special frequency to Soviet Russia. Radio with sounds. A radio with sounds to, to Soviet Russia. We and ain't gonna give you soundless radios. We, we have meeting in your car in the dark, in the night. I, basically, that's how it sounds. Uh, yeah. To, to me, it fucking sounds like Pretty much. So, the foreign ministry subsequently summoned the Soviet Secretary General and informed him of the government's decision that VP that Romanov Stepanov, and I still cannot see his name, so we <laughs> call him ZI, were persona non grata. Bro, that's like badass spy lingo right there. Ah, exactly. It's it's cool lah. It's cool lah at the same time, but, but at the same time, it's like we have a Malaysian KGB agent. That's cool. Yeah, it's scary. That's not that is it's quite fucking cool. cool. It's really fucking cool. Scary, but cool. And ask the embassy to make arrangements to allow them to leave Malaysia within twenty four hours. So Kiranya, they said, hey. I'm telling you right now, Macham. Fucking got 24 hours for you to get the fuck out of here. Or else I'm gonna fuck you in the ass, lah. Oh, God. That's what he said, lah, basically. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> And then the Russians are like, okay, okay, we fuck off from Malaysia. And then, and then the, the ministry <laughs> said, Hey, ghost, fucking come here, you fucking cunt, spying ass bitch. <laughs> You also get the fuck out and go to ISA. Get tahan, remand there. Get fucked in the ass with an ice. What? Yeah, you never heard stories, ah? Uh? Some people got fucked in the ass by, by you know, ice pole. Ah, fuck. No. Ice poles or icicles? Either way. Please say icicles. Please say icicles. Either way. Still bad, what? It's, it's still it's still horrible. 
Yeah, at least icicles it melts in your ass. Then it drops to your testes. That's why your te testes are called testicles. Yeah, gloss over that shit. Anyway, the foreign ministry subsequently summoned the Soviet security and how oh, fuck are you say that? Yeah. Alright, oh, okay, here, here. Uh, so Morai said Dr. Mahade said he was aware of CD's activity as KGB agent since nineteen motherfucker. Since nineteen seventy nine he's already aware. Nineteen eighty one only he gets uh up. Two years, man. A good two years. He continued to retain his assistant because it was to please the police to gather evidence against him and Soviet agents. Made further congratulated the police. Okay lah, Made was a snitch also lah at that mm, point. Yeah. He's a bit, he's always been a snitch anyway. He can he can just sit in the same table as Takeshi is nine. That bitch is snitch. You know who else is a snitch? Who? I'm very sure about this, by the way. Uh, who's that guy with the beard and stuff? There's, pretty, the, the, there's pretty much a lot of guys with beard in my mind right now. The, the politic guy, the guy who's who was inside Sadiq punya position before this. What the what the hell is his name? The Papa Gomorrah. No, not that guy. Oh, KJ. I'm pretty sure KJ is a fucking snitch. I mean, looking at his face, I already know he's a snitch. <laughs> Shit, now just look at him. Anyway, Dr. Made further congratulated the police for successfully investigating Siddiq's activities and considered him a greedy man because he was willing to sell his own country's secrets just for the sake of money. Okay, what the fuck secret do we have in the 80s? The secret in creating the best nasi lemak? I guess. Bro, Makcik Tepi Jalan also can get the secret lah. Who knows? What the... What? I don't know. International security, like how... Military bases, I guess. What the shitty military bases we have now, oh, is it? The secret locations or something, I don't Secret know. locations of what? No, I don't know. Your mother's dead body, is it? Oh, fuck you. Yeah, I went there. I went there. I fucking went there. That's not a secret place. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Suck my dick and choke on it! I eat my time. We don't have any time here. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Suck a dick like fucker anyway. No, you suck a dick like Dr. you suck a lollipop. Dr. Made explained that national security was not affected as what he did, did was useless to Soviet agents. Yeah lah, hey, like... You tell me now what kind of secrets we have that is so great that the Soviets want that. What did you teach I can't think of anything. <laughs> I can't think of anything. That's in the fucking... That's in the goddamn calendar already. What secret is that? <laughs> no, like, imagine... Imagine the Russian were like asking for secret information and then the guy was like, Nah, claim them this year. 
<laughs> I don't know why But that scene is hilarious in my head right now And then the Russian was like What is this? You're not doing the, the Russian accent The things that you want I know Russian You can do this Russian I don't know That sucks ass man Yeah like you Like you lah I know Monday I went one one too far. Exactly. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it was useless to Soviet agents, and he was not allowed to hold countries' big secrets while serving as his political secretary. Okay lah. Moray stated that Sidik's espionage case as a KGB agent was a serious event and must be considered as a warning by the government that from time to time there are irresponsible elements ready to sell national secrets for personal gain or ideological purposes uh, of certain parties. And that is a story how Malaysia used to have a Soviet agent in our midst. That really it's, is it's one wild fuck event. It's wild as fuck. It's really, really wild. Exactly. Because one, I was not aware at all since I'm still, um, what we are 23. Of course, we're not aware of a KGB agent being existing in the fucking 80s. And two, Like, okay lah. You wanna be, you wanna be uh, in politics, right? You already get a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the gaji, the allowances of uh, politicians. It's yeah. too much already. Way too much. It's way too much, and they they don't do shit by the way. Just just a bunch of bullshit lah. They do do. Um. I, uh, I'm not really sure about this lah, but when when this kind of shit happens, it really is weird lah to, to see this. Because, one, what the fuck does KGB want with Malaysia? We, we got nothing, bro. Except a rivalry against Singapore. Yeah. And also fighting against Indonesians who want to claim everything. Okay lah, that's two things lah. Yeah, come on. But, then again, if you want to know, like, our military secrets, national security, I don't think you should go to the secretary. Just infiltrate the whole place lah. I mean, you can... Fuckers will take money for shit, anyway. Right. Like, uh, fucking, what's the guy's name? That can Najib <laughs> I mean Come on lah Like people are All out here Fucking struggling And shit Not having a job And He's out here With 1.69 Billion ringgit <laughs> In nice. In Tax Not nice But nice 1.7 billion ringgit in okay, tax that he did not pay like dude that's fucked up but yeah I mean 
to say that not uh, to say that having a KGB agent is not as fucked up as the one point seven billion in tax not being paid is crazy. It's on a different level of crazy. Yeah. Because one, the fuck does the Russians want from Malaysia? Our bases are small. Our military is not as big as US or China. We are not a superpower or a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Although, although I can say that our military is good. Yeah, we have a good military force. Yeah, we and we have a, a good history of uh, military also since we've been fighting the communists, uh, Japanese, yeah. the fucking British all, you know, all those white fuckers over here. Yeah. And... But it, is, it still doesn't make sense for for why they have to be infiltrating us. That's weird. And yeah. That 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 that's just that's just fucked up lah. But at the same time, it is kinda cool. Yeah, it's kinda cool. Because the Russians think the Russians think we are important. I mean, well, we do have one of the most abundant amount of natural resources. Which That's the British already took. We, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Why taken? At this point, the British already taken everything. Mm, yeah. Fucking British people. But, yeah, la, I mean, it is a weird story. Mm. One. Two. I want to know like how I mean I've been I've been doing this research uh, for this story the whole time since I found out uh, on Twitter uh-huh. so I was trying to find out how he was recruited and all that stuff I can't find anything it's a spy shit you can't find anything about it I mean it's, a, it's something private or confidential spies are supposed to be spies they are I mean, supposed he's to be out private. Already, right? He got tahan in ICA, right? They, they wouldn't want how he would he was reported to be spread out, right? Yes, it would be good if it was spread out so all people so people would know how how the Russians are recruiting people, right? That's what they don't want people to know. Takkan lah, guys. Tapi kita come on lah. You got tahan in ISA, what you're not going to tell shit, is it? Who do you think you are? Anwar. Oh, God. Or, that's it. So, knowing that shit like this exists in Malaysia is quite... One thing, because this whole time you will be like, Oh... Russian spies infiltrating America, Trump bullshit. But then knowing that this happens in our own country is quite amazing. It's bad, but it's cool to know. But it's in the 80s lah. Yeah. We don't know, we don't know what the FSB is doing now. Yeah. Since they have like crazy amount of security anyway. So yeah. I still want to know how, how the KGB uh, recruited him. 
bigoted RSD cause. And and it will be a while that storyline if I find out. But right now, uh, doing some research on the story, mm-hmm. I have no idea and there's no documentation on how he was recruited. Which is a, a slightly creepy but at the same time uh, understandable. Yeah. Because this guy has been doing... Only got caught in 1979. So we have no idea when he started, yeah. what documents was given to the Russians, and and even how he was caught. Yeah. That's also weird because I want to know how he was caught. Like, did he get busted in a car or something? Or, or like, or like, you know, this, there's this story out of Syria. Uh, not... I think it was a long time ago, I don't remember what year, but this guy is a Mossad agent. Uh-huh. So, he said, he did the same thing, radio frequency, but using, um, what do you call that? Morse code. Oh, Morse yeah. code, yeah. He used Morse code when he was in Syria. So, he pretended that he was Syrian, uh-huh. and he was spying up until... Uh, he was almost the Secretary of Defense of Syria. Oh. Yeah. He was only caught when the Syrian um, anti-intelligence at the time uh-huh. were also tapping people. Hmm. Interesting, right? Yeah. So, uh, this, whole, this whole story of the Syrian um, spying ring, the Mossad spying ring, can uh-huh. be found in Netflix. Yeah, it's a series. Don't laugh first, but the main actor is Sasha Baron Cohen. The <sighs> same guy that is the dictator, <sighs> and the same guy. Oh God! Oh God! Oh <laughs> and the God. same guy that is Gorat. Sweet God. Yeah. Why? I don't know, I don't, but it was a great, uh, it's a great fucking show. It's a great show. It really is. But, on, on, his, on, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Borat. Yeah. Yeah, on his defense, he, he is an amazing actor. He is. Doesn't matter if he's, it's on his comedic side in The Dictator or Borat or it's on his more serious side. He's an amazing actor. He is an amazing actor. I mean, the the series itself, it's a limited series on Netflix. Ah. It's really good. What's the title? Really good. The Spy. I wanted to laugh at the title, but... <laughs> I, I Okay, I'm not just going to question everything, so... Yeah, just, just, just watch it. It's really good. Okay. Let's not confuse with the movie Spy. No, that's a whole other Let's just not confuse with that. It's a Melissa McCarthy movie. It's different. Uh, with, with the big penis. Yeah. I swear to God, that scene came out when I was eating a bowl of noodle with chicken. Of course it is. Of course it did. Yeah. That's when I was about to stuff that drumstick in my mouth. That scene came out and I was like, Oh fuck. Come on, it's disgusting. It happened during our matriculation years. Wait, did? Yeah. I was like eating 
peacefully while watching that movie, the the spy movie. And then when the guy pulled out his dick, and I was like, ah, why? Why not? I was eating. I mean, take take a note out of um, Louis C.K.'s book, lah. Uh-huh. Just whip your dick out and start fucking yourself in front of people. I'm capable of doing that, but I'm not gonna do that. Right. Just right. no. Just no. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else to talk about? Okay. Let's. Since we're on the topic, or this similar topic to radio frequencies. We were not on the same fucking frequency. We were just we, talking about penises. We mentioned about it before. So, let's... I just want to tell you about this bad experience I got with Sarkam. Okay. Go on. Okay, so... um, Since... Okay, I was trapped in Clanton for like a few good years. Years? <laughs> a, a good few months. And you're going to be stuck there for a few good years also. Yeah, let's just talk about the months I have to be stuck there because of the <laughs> MCO. Okay, okay. Right. I have two more years. Okay, so um, right, so when I got home, mm. um, I use I mainly use my Circom SIM card for my hotspot users for my PC for my laptop iPad. Okay, okay. So since right. the first day I got back to Joho, uh-huh. my SIM card is unusable. Alright. No what? fucking signal for like week. Why? What the hell happened? I have no idea. I contact them I contacted them via Twitter. They said there's no problem in my area. Ah. And I got pissed off at the end, so I decided to order a SIM. Ah. A new SIM. Ah. Uh, I'm tired of buying internet and not being able to use them. Okay. To let to let them burn like that. So All new right. SIM card, here we come. So uh I've been using them for for like more than two years, so free free cost there. But I have okay. to pay ten ringgit for shipping. Oh, fucking what? So um, uh, I placed an order, okay. and then I saw on my phone screen because I using the app. Uh-huh. Uh It says my the it says that my request has been successful. Okay. And therefore, I deducted ten ringgit from my account. Ah, uh, ten ringgit for, uh, okay. Okay, so that's out of the story lah because uh, then the next day, I noticed that the app has changed logo. Yeah, yeah, there's a live app, right? Yeah. yeah, so when I opened it up and then I found out that the app was has a brand new look, mm. I tested out the scene and it's working. Mm. So I was like contacting them, contacting them again and I was like, yo, can you like, you know, give Cancel. me back my 10 ringgit and cancel my situation mm. and then they were like no we can't so they were like fuck you you bitch <laughs> and i was like uh, <laughs> okay fine sure like just i'm, I'm just gonna change it anyway because uh-huh. maybe my sim this sim i've been using has been like for like what a good three years okay so it's a long time eight two years yeah, I've yeah, already been it for two years, so maybe a change of SIM would like improve the quality. Maybe. Yeah, so I placed the order in like May. Uh-huh. It haven't arrived until July. But this is the end of July already. Yeah, this story takes takes part like what, in the middle of July. Okay. So, I contact them again. And I was like asking about where the fuck is my SIM card. Okay. I mean like, I ain't mad. 
that if I don't guard it, I'm mad because they took my 10 ringgit. Having 10 ringgit for, for shipping is a little too excessive for a SIM card. They, I buy my earphone. Shipping is like what? 4 ringgit. I mean, it is a little too excessive for, for, for shipping. Uh, 10, yeah. 10 bucks. That's fucking bullshit. Uh. And then, um, I contacted them and they was like, uh, did I get any approval that my uh, request had been approved? And I was like, I don't because the last time I tried changing my SIM when I, I was exchanging my tap SIM card, uh-huh. they didn't give me any SMS, emails, or heck, even a shipping apa, tracking number. They didn't give me shit. Tahu-tahu sampai. Scammer, Sian. Tahu-tahu sampai. Scammer, that gave me two SIMs for free. So, so 10 bucks worth it lah then? No, for, for tap, they, they didn't cost me anything. Okay. Okay, so, uh, with Cellcom, they say I have, uh, did I receive anything? And then I was like, no, but I did, uh, I did know that they minus 10 ringgit from my account. Yeah. And they were like, uh, from the records, they say that my request uh, failed because there's not enough amount in my account. I was like, why didn't you tell me this earlier? Why? Why? Okay, okay, that's one thing. Why? That's one thing. The other thing is, how the fuck did you get the second SIM anyway? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right. Uh, spoiler right. alert, it doesn't arrive. So. You want to be kicked in the mouth, is it? Listen! So, I was pissed off and I was like, fine, it's okay lah, maybe it's my own error. For being a stupid dumbass. Probably error judgment. Probably somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. probably I made a mistake somehow. Okay. And they asked for. But then speech. again, but then again, this they, is a Malaysian company. Yeah. So I mean, it's probably they, their fucking fault. Yeah, I mean, they asked for proof, evidence that my transition has been approved, which I can't find for something that is like what two months ago. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And so I did screenshot shit because I didn't know I should. You. Sh- Every time you do a fucking transaction. Keep the screenshot. It's in the app. Yeah, still. Okay, so keep keep the transaction history. You have to keep it. Okay, fine. I was I I the red door. I saw the guy. I red door. Fine. Right, Ten ringgit right. burn. Fine. It's okay. Okay. But then. Then what? Circum still do shit. The sh- the line was like so damn shitty. Uh huh. Every time I log in into a game, I got kicked out immediately. I was. I was running along a wall in the middle of a game of Titanfall 2. <laughs> oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> which, keep in mind, is an intense fast paced shooter. It is, it so is. So I was running along the wall. Uh-huh. I froze in the middle of the wall. <laughs> and then I teleported back to where I started. <laughs> Spider Man moment, is it? Then you know what happened? <laughs> I died! <laughs> I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. Fuck, I snorted some more. Fuck. <sighs> the ping was like spiking from a good 25 because it's just a server in Singapore. Yeah, okay. It spiked to 5,000. Okay. Okay, so I was getting pissed off. So I was like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna try and request again. Okay. Which is a huge mistake, by the way. 
Uh, okay, what happened? I reloaded 10 ringgit in my account okay. to be used as a shipping fee. Okay. And then I made a request in my app. Uh huh. And it was approved. And this time I screenshot that shit. Okay. Then. Saying that the message was approved. Okay. And then I saw my account being deducted 10 ringgit. Uh, so uh. I was like, okay. This time we good. Okay. I made a request and I just be yeah. Alright. Right. For like. Three days, I did not receive any text, SMSs, emails, or whatever the shit uh-huh. they are supposed to give. Uh-huh. So I was getting curious, so I decided to contact them again. Okay, then. And I was like, "Hey, uh, can I check with you guys whether you guys have any improvements of my transaction?" Mm. I did not curse at first. Mm. I I did not curse anyway. Okay. But I I was being a good guy, like tanya little. Alright. Uh, and I I also gave them the the exact date and exact time of my transition. Okay then. Eighteenth of July at eight forty seven p.m. Malam, mana orang ni? It's a system automated. Okay, okay, fine. So and I I also sent the screenshot of the approved transition. Alright. Do you know what they say? Alright. They did not they did not receive any transition from <laughs> my account. I. <laughs> I have never been so infuriated in my okay. life. Okay, here's the thing. They, you, you gave him the money. You gave him the money. And then they were like, Bro, aku tak dapat duit tu bro. Aku tak dapat duit tu bro. Kau kau cakap kena kasih tapi, Bro, tak ada bro. Serius bro, aku tak nak main bro. I was so mad because I was a fucking regular customer. I spent a shit ton of money uh, on them. Uh, the money I've been saving up since RMO start until today, uh, most of them was for top-upping my hotspot for right. hotspot users. Right. Top-upping that sim okay. for hotspot users. Okay. So, I was like, I sent you a screenshot. It was approved. And then they were like, no, we, okay. we did not get any request, man. Uh, yeah, we're not sorry, but we did not get any request. So it was a huge fuck you to you lah. A huge 20 ringgit middle finger to my face. Nice. So I was like, I'm so I disappointed. Thank you anyway. Uh-huh. And then a few moments later, they DM'd me back. Okay, then. Um, so this was on Twitter lah. You, you, you contacted them on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then. this whole time I've been contacting, contacting them on Twitter, asking right. for network reset and everything. Right. So. Um, they were like DMing me, and then they were like, "Uh, hey, we can give you a ten ringgit refund. Would you like that?" Mm-hmm. I was internally screaming, "Of course, the fuck I do!" Okay. But then me trying to be as far as I was uh-huh. like, "Can you guys like take that ten ringgit and then just you know take it to give me a new sim?" Uh huh. Then they said no. What the. They said I have to. Bro, what the fuck? They, they said I have to re, uh, do another request. Okay. So, so they, did they give you back the ten bucks? Yeah, luckily they did. Okay, they gave you back the the. So assuming this is the first ten bucks, lah. What about the second ten bucks? What ten bucks? It's. Hey. <laughs> 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 so come just bamboozle your ass and stole ten bucks for you, fucking idiot. <laughs> 
Fuck. Where are 10 bucks? You would have scammed you out of 10 bucks, man. Then I was like, okay, fine. Just just give, just give me the fucking 10 ringgit. It's better mm. than getting nothing. Okay, then? So, uh, the next day, the payment got approved. Uh-huh. So, I ended up not trying to request for another SIM. Uh-huh. Because I was so pissed off at this, whatever is the fuck is happening right now. Okay. And I swear to God, I'm not... I'm not shitting you right now. Okay. If I were to make another SIM card request, I'm gonna screen record my whole transition. Uh-huh. Starting from when I press the first button okay. until the transition screen appears. Okay. I'm gonna record that shit okay. and I'm gonna send it to them. If they said my transition is still not accepted, <laughs> I'm going to go to their center and blow that shit up. Bro, that's uh, you just you just you just made a terrorist um Manifesto online. <laughs> this shit, this shit is gonna be on Spotify and on Anchor. I'm mad. So you, just, you just made a terrorist um, manifesto on Sancom. Sancom, by the way, you can send the check to us because we just plugged you so many times. I'm a very happy customer of Sancom. Thank you very much. I have no problems with y'all. I'm mad. Just, just, yeah, and, uh, you can send the check to me now. You can send the check to me. Uh, go Salcom, fucking yeah, Azieta. Anyway, so they scammed you out of 10 bucks. <laughs> and then they, they gave you back your 10 bucks. So your 10 bucks shot that. Yeah. And then you got two SIM cards. No, I did not. The the, the two SIM cards that I, I gave is like from my other, the, the tech, okay. tech telco. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get any circle. I I didn't I didn't so get any circle. So sampai sekarang Salcom tak hantar the SIM card. No, because the first one memang dah burn, the second one diorang dah refund balik 10 ringgit. Alright, so you're not making any request and the nope. SIM card now is working well lah. Is it working well? That's all I want to know. It's unstable. It's unstable but it, it's, it's working. It's like me, it's unstable but it's eh. So basically it's a Maxis. So basically now it's a Maxis uh, SIM card lah instead of a Salcom SIM card. Pretty much. It, oh. it's, it's, it's there but it's not there. So DG lah now. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I, maybe, okay, me trying to be the good guy I am, uh, like Husnuzon, Husnuzon. Okay. Oh, maybe, you Tadu know, PKP. People were like busy at home mm-hmm. using more internet. Mm. ดังๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆๆ
by Talco company that I also use and is very happily using right now. Huh. Sarcom, Sarcom has been great to me, I swear to God. Like, my line has been stable since the first time I changed to, to this current number lah. Uh. But, uh... Hey, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I use Sarcom's... My first number... Um, okay, my first number is U-Mobile. But then, okay. I changed to Sarcom, so which, is my, which is my Using? current number. Okay, okay. So, they've been great, they've been amazing. I mean, this number has been going on since Matic. Yeah. That's like what? Five, five years ah? Almost five years. Almost five years so long already. I mean like, don't get me wrong, they, they've been a good service to me. Like, I mean, my phone's okay, that's and my SIM card for my hotspot user is like, amazing. Mm-hmm. But then... But then what? That but shit happened! But then this one shit lah, it's just one shit lah. Right. It's basically just one shitty moment lah. Uh, a few, basically. A few shitty moments Yeah. La. Okay. And My shitty moments only come when I don't pay the bill That's <laughs> 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 you being the bullshit! Yeah lah. No, no shit lah. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, they are still human. They yeah. still people. Yeah. People if. I mean, not the execs are fuck the execs. <laughs> no, executives and also CEOs can go fuck themselves. They're really rich bastards one. Fuck them. Uh, other than that, I think that's the end of our podcast for today. This is the first episode that we're doing. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, it's been it's it's fucking chaotic, man. Yeah, we've been planning this for a while, right? Yeah, we have. We have been planning this for about two years. Yeah, literally two years. For about two years. So now this is our first ever episode. Yeah, and pretty much we can try to do more of these things, like as long as we, until actually, until until we get better equipment. Lah. We need we need better equipment. Yes. We need better equipment. Yeah, like for now we're just sticking with two with a mic and also a earphone. Yeah, that's enough already for yeah. this uh, podcast. So, that's the end of episode one. Alright, see you next time. Oh, you got anything to plug or not? Um, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so, yeah. follow me at uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Fari Salavi, and follow Solehan at... Solency. Yeah, that's my Twitter. And subscribe to our YouTube page so you can... Our YouTube page. Not our YouTube page lah, my YouTube page and your YouTube page lah. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So for now, I don't have any videos uh, online since I don't have a, a camera yet. I'm planning on getting a new one. Anyway, send me money if you want. Send me money. <laughs> DM me on Twitter, you can send me money. Right? Dude. Twitter at Faizalavi. Instagram at Faizalavi. F-A-I-Z-A-L-A-V-I. Semua rapat. Okay? Uh, YouTube also the same thing. Alright. See you guys. Bye. Bye.